I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like Doof Festival, Off of Prison, and Retro Bowl. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. This is, uh, well, what, what's the date today? It's, uh, May 15th, 2021. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing this without a pop filter because I feel like it just gets in the way of my speaking. Um, actually, I was just too lazy to put it on. That's the real problem here. Uh, I thought about doing it just now and I was like, eh, it's over there. I don't want to get up. Um, so, uh, just bear with me. Uh, uh, you know, you know how things go here with the Intruder Green Podcast. I'm in transition. I got a studio space like lined up. Um, it's not even illegal. Like it's, it's uncriminal the way I got it. Uh, like I actually paid money for it and stuff. Uh, don't tell, you know, the rest of the guys cause they'll be like, what the fuck green was supposed to like, uh, do crimes and shit. You're buying stuff on, on, on the too legit to quit. Like MC hammer fucking tip. You know, I'll be like, you know, I'll have to lie to them and that'll be cool because lying is cool. It's kind of almost like illegal, whatever. Uh, but, uh, anyway, yeah, like I got this, uh, studio like coming in, but, uh, unfortunately there's no electricity there. So, uh, I can't use it right now because apparently you got to have that to do a recording. I mean, you can use batteries and stuff or maybe like get some like gas powered, uh, recording equipment. I don't know how that would work. Probably not. Well. Because uh, most things that are gas powered are kind of loud And that would be real fucked up But anyway uh, Gotta give a shout out to the producers of the podcast Before we get going here We got Luke Ellis Rens Sons Heather Royston Gem City Sabrina Sarah Koenig Audacity Crash Clothing Chelsea McNally Cardboard Box Colony And Carlos Hernandez Thanks uh, you guys uh, And I appreciate everybody who's uh, donating to the uh, you know, the Patreon and everything, making this show happen. Uh, I don't know. If you if you if you pay attention to the Patreon, you're I'm I'm gonna send you some news about some things that I'm gonna try to do to like uh you know, make it more than just a podcast to get you guys because uh I really appreciate everything you're doing for me. And uh especially in these times when like uh you know the band has a toured. So, uh, we all got to do whatever we can to get by. And, uh, I'm trying to not do crimes. It's real hard though, because it, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> sometimes it's just uh, like fun to do crimes, but I know it's bad. It's kind of like booze, you know, or like drugs. It's like, you know, it's bad and you shouldn't do it, but you're like, oh, but it's a lot of fun. And then you just get caught up in it. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm not doing it. I'm trying to go legit as much as possible. And, uh, you guys helped me do that. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I got, this one is pretty special. I, we recorded this like weeks ago, probably months ago at this point, honestly. Uh, and it's, uh, with, uh, Corey, uh, from a band called Kids Insane. And, uh, they're from Israel. And if you haven't been paying attention, Shit's real fucked up in Israel right now. And, uh, you know, frankly, it has been for a long ass fucking time. And it's all based on religious bullshit, which I think is like the shittiest thing to be, uh, you know, killing people over, basically. 
and uh, you know, but at the same time, I can I know I can kind of understand where it's like if you're a religious person, it might be like the most important thing to kill people over because you're like, well, it's my religion. It's like my only reason for living is that I have to do this now. So, you know, I don't know. I I still think it's kind of f- pretty fucked up and uh, it's all based on bullshit. So uh, that's why I'm not killing anybody uh, here. Uh, anyway, uh, I got... I got to say, I, I know some people from Israel, some people who are like directly from there. Uh, and uh, I hope they're safe. Uh, I know there's no fucking uh, hate in their, in their hearts. And uh, this is all like uh, fucking bullshit political games being played to separate people, you know, from each other. People with, uh, you know, interests similar to each other. That would probably get along just fine if not for like people who had an interest in keeping them separated and uh, putting hate between them. So that being said, uh, this is uh, Corey Ben Yehuda. I'm not sure exactly how to say his name, uh, but uh, the band is Kids Insane. Like I said, we recorded this a long a while ago, so. This stuff, you know, it's not that it wasn't happening. It's just it wasn't happening as intensely as it is right now. So, uh, obviously, we didn't talk about it. Um, but, you know, this shit's been going on for, like, fucking decades, right? I think. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, on with the show. Hello. This is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at... Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. So somebody else is using that studio for like a living space. So I got to like figure other stuff out. So now I'm in my, in this beautiful kitchen and uh, got the refrigerator right next to me. So I'm sure that's making some noise. It turned off the dishwasher because uh, I figured that's like a little too annoying, but you know how it goes. Yeah. Now so what you got? I, I can hear you very well. Okay, good. Well, I think we can go with this and uh, yeah. Uh, Kids insane, right? Your name is Corey. Yeah, kids insane. My name is Corey. Yeah, I sing in kids insane. Excellent. Um. Well, uh, you you guys are from Tel Aviv, right? Yeah, we're from uh, we're a hardcore punk band from Tel Aviv. Uh, formed back in two thousand and ten. Uh, yeah, we're playing for yeah, eleven years now. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have a new release. Yeah, yeah. Who's the enemy is the new seven inch. Yeah, I was listening to that a little bit because uh, I wasn't really familiar with you guys. Uh, 
but you know, Melanie K hit me up. She's real great. Um, and uh, uh-huh. I checked it out. I fucking love it, dude. Uh, I, that kind of like, uh, yes, thank you. She thrashy, thrashy, hardcore punk. Uh, it's, 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 an old, it's a real old school style. I mean, not that what you guys are doing is old school. It's kind of like a, I don't know. You know, people want to like conjure up uh, visions of, like Black Flag and stuff. And I would say like, if you like mm-hmm. that stuff, you probably like what you guys are doing. But there's a little more like, I don't know, artisticness to what you guys are doing, I got to say. It's like, <laughs> you know. You know yeah. I you know, that's a good thing in the punk rock world. Was it? I, I was saying I hope uh, being artistic is, is a good thing in your book in the punk rock world. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. You know, I love it all. Uh, I, I never, like, thought, you know, that uh, one type of punk rock is, like, any better than any other one. And I love it all. Like, sometimes I'm into that stuff. Sometimes I just want to see some, like, Ramones core band play where it's just, like, one, two, three, four. And yeah. they go straight up. Sometimes yeah. it's cool to see the punk stuff like a skate punk band, whatever. I love it all, dude, because I get sick of, like, any one thing after a while. But, uh, yeah, I love what you guys are doing, yeah. um, and it's kind of refreshing and because, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was, <laughs> I thought you had something. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was going to say that, um, yeah, as a band and as members of the band, we we are probably obsessive, uh, obsessed with punk rock, sorry. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think Kids Insane, the, the style of music, we try and bring a lot of elements of punk rock that we love. And um, yeah, and I, I have to be honest, if you listen to our older uh, albums, the sound is a little different, maybe a little more heavy. And I feel with this uh, release, we really succeeded in, in getting what we wanted to get out. So yeah, more a little more. I would say faster songs and shorter songs, and yeah, to the bone. So it's definitely short. Like I, <laughs> I put it on, uh, you know, while I was setting up here, uh, the new album, and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Hey, why isn't it playing music no more? And I was like, oh shit, it's over. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. People are very busy, and people have stuff to do, and we don't yes. want to. We don't want to waste your time. We, you know, you like punk rock, you like fast songs, you got six minutes to spare, and there you go. That's that's it. That's right. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. real good. Happy to hear. Uh, yeah. So uh, who's... Uh, well, I got a few things. But, like, uh, who's who's putting this album out? Like, is, is, this, uh, is there some, like, DIY label action going on in Israel? Or is it, like, what's going on with that? Uh, well, actually, yeah, it's, it's our friend, uh, his name is Chaim, Chaim in uh, Hebrew pronunciation. He is actually a very good friend of ours for years. He plays with me in different bands. Um, he's actually uh, uh, our yoga teacher, some of us in Kids Insane. So he oh, does shit. that as well. He's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, every, he's all the package. And he started this label a year ago. And we had this re- these recording laying around since I would say 2018, and we were like, "What better? Yeah, what better label to put it out um, than this one?" Um, and he was very excited to do it, and 
when when he offered to do it, we were like, yeah, this is this is the home for these songs. This feels this feels the best um, label we could we could uh, release it at. We we used to work with uh, Redfield Records from Germany, and okay. um, and and this release was just like, okay, we're we're doing this straight out of Israel from the top to the bottom. Yeah, for sure. Keep it local. Yeah. But hopefully don't like keep your music local because people all over the place should be hearing it. Um, oh, yeah. People- oh, yeah. And we're, we're, we're trying to spread the word as much as we can. But yeah, from, from the cover art to uh, the lyrics in the album to the label to who recorded it and where we recorded it, uh, it's, it's a lot of elements from like our family or our uh, local scene. So I'm very, very proud and happy about that. And yeah, yeah we, we mixed and mastered, we mixed and mastered in the blasting room and, and uh, you know, we have Melanie helping us. So. Okay. So you guys are playing this kind of music in a blasting room and uh, no, I we, didn't re- we didn't, we didn't record it, it in the blasting room, but they mixed yeah. and mastered. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's their it's uh it's their kind of stuff. Um, like uh, I don't know. I don't want to like. Do you have you ever heard of a band called Ifam, or uh, actually another band I know from Israel? The only other band I know from Israel is called Not on Tour. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're they're like they're they're brothers to us. We're we're we, I grew up with uh with some of them. And actually, yeah. I just talked to Nir, the bass player, that I'm going to go to. He lived like a few houses down, so I'm going to meet him up after. And actually, if you, if you mentioned them already, we have a split 7-inch coming out with Not On Tour like in a oh, month or two. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. New songs. Yeah, three songs from us, three songs from them. And it's out on the same la- label, Taklitim Holim, um, that uh, the 7-inch was released. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting for that's us. That's great. Well, I can't wait to hear that too. Um, we played with Not on Tour a couple of times, and uh, I don't know. I felt like, uh, oh yeah, because we had Seamus. Uh, you know, we got a song that we do live where we have like a female vocal pop for it, and she came out and sang that. It was real cool. But uh, so we kind of became friends with them a little bit, even though we only like <laughs> play with them like twice or something. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I've always I, been stuck yeah, down there. I got, I got. Uh, Sorry, yeah. I, I was going to say that I talked to the guys from Not On Tour about, um, about this podcast, uh, and, and they were like, oh, Mast Intruder, I love Mast Intruder. They're so, they're the shit. And uh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. And I love them too. But the reason I brought it up in the first place is because I feel like there's kind of that uh, sound with you guys, like, Plus the blasting room sound, I don't know. There's a weird, like that 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 artistic stuff where it's like weird time signatures and like not necessarily like your typical uh, straight up like bar chords and stuff going on yeah. with the and everything. Um, that is really cool. I don't know. Is that kind of like what the scene is there, or is it just like the two bands that I heard happen to be that way? <laughs> Um, I guess two of the bands that you heard happen to be that way. The scene, the scene in Israel is like very small. I would say it resembles a, a scene of a small town in, in America or any other country, but 
everyone knows each other here. It's about, I would say, maybe 300, 500 people maximum in all the country. And it's, yeah, it's not that, you know, when, when you go overseas to play Europe or U.S., there's like festivals of thousands and thousands of people. And the whole festival is, is a punk rock festival. We, yeah. we in Israel, we don't, we don't have such things. All the shows are, I would say, maybe like 200, 300 people. And when it's a big event, you can get close, close to 1,000 people. But it's still really small and intimate. And um, there's a lot of styles of punk rock played here. But yeah, Israel, people in Israel are very, I would say, angry and short-tempered. Yeah, okay. And, and that has a lot to do, I guess. Uh, it, it reminds you of punk rock, short-tempered, angry people. Yeah. So, yeah, we, in Israel, we're like, come on, let's do, let's, let's have it going. We don't have time to waste here. That's yeah. like the mentality. And I guess we really brought that, um, brought that, and not on tour as well. They have songs up to a minute or a minute and a half. Yeah, totally. That, that's that's the attitude. So I guess that's where it comes from. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So you guys have played in the states. You done done um, some. I, uh, I wish. I wish. Insane only toured uh, Europe mostly, maybe Russia and yeah. But I I got to play. I actually drum in Useless ID as well. So I had oh. a tour with Useless ID. In a yeah, I, I had a tour in America and Canada when we opened for No Effect. So that was that was pretty uh, pretty cool for me because I never done that before, and it's it's different than Europe, eh? It's it's totally, I would say, a different vibe, America and Europe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you find that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even Canada yeah. and the USA, I think, are pretty different. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, you know. I'm, I'm as anybody listening who listens to this podcast regularly knows I'm out here in Germany at an undisclosed location, but, uh, you know, it's, are, it's, are you, are you each time you do the podcast, you have to intrude a different home. You have to like, you have to uh, find uh, a home, intrude it. And <laughs> I mean, allegedly, but you know, like, uh, I got my little hangout here that's at an undisclosed location. So, you know, it's hard to bring all the audio equipment with me, which basically consists mm -hmm. of, you know, a cell phone. So I guess that's actually yeah. not that difficult to, to take with me. But, uh, for, for you know, I try to, like, stay in one location as much as possible. Um, because not you never know move, if that's going to be like a place and stuff like that. So, or if you're going to have, like, uh, you know, data you know, signal and whatnot, like, say you're out in the boonies or something, and you're just like, oh, well, time to do the podcast, this place looks good, oh, shit, I ain't got a signal, I can't do it, so you gotta, like, <laughs> fucking Lucky you have a cell phone, out. and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Germany, Germany, I, I have to be honest, Germany's one of my favorite places to play, especially with Kids and Saints. I think, uh, other than Israel, the second place that um, people, uh, I, I would say, were popular in, quote-unquote, is uh, Germany. So, yeah, I, I can't wait to get back in Germany. 
play Germany and even intrude some homes and sleep on a couch. <laughs> well, hit me up. Floor, so. Someone had to get it. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, hopefully, man. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. Um, yeah, do you get, uh, you know, I guess my thing is, you know, uh, we met not on tour, on tour. <laughs> mm -hmm. That sounds so weird to say. Yeah, but, I remember, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I remember them forming the band and they were like, everyone in Israel from the punk scene was on tour and back in 2009 or 10. And they were like, we, we're not on tour, so this is our name. So, yeah, that's, the, that's how it goes. Yeah, right. But, and so you guys have toured in Europe a lot, or a decent amount probably. Um, what I'm wondering is, do you guys get a lot of international bands coming into Israel? Because I want to do that. Um, I have to be honest, uh, from the punk scene, not as much as you would see in Europe and Canada and America for sure. Like I yeah. said, it's a small scene, so, and I've been, I've been part of the scene for, I would say, 20 years, and growing up and seeing bands play and being involved in it made me want to bring, bring bands to here. So luckily, um, I have to, I, I can say that, like, the, the people in Kids Insane were active in bringing bands here. If it's Comeback Kid or Frank Turner or uh, Defeater, if you heard of them from the hardcore scene. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, yeah, we try and, yeah, we tour Europe and we meet a lot of uh, wonderful people from the punk scene and we try to bring it back to home as much as we can and let people from the local scene experience some worldwide punk. and. Not only us, there's a lot of bands, a lot of bands that bring bands here. And yeah, hopefully I would love, love Masked Intruder in Tel Aviv. That would be, that would be crazy. Kids Insane not on tour, Masked Intruder. That's crazy, Bill, right there. <laughs> that sounds great to me, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once, One slide once, and you're uh, here. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I will get here before the rest of the, get there before the rest of the band, probably. I could like walk there, probably. Drive. Drive yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. And um. I. I can show you around a few some like houses allegedly that you could intrude. So you'd be happy, man. <laughs> like we could do a intruding uh, tour here while you wait for the guys. So that's right. We'll we'll like uh you know get some stuff to sell on eBay or whatever, and then that'll like fund the tour. I know a few That's spots, so no worries on me. Yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I, I have to. I have to be honest. If we're if we're talking about that already, Masked Intruder. I I fell in love with that first album you released back in 2012. So I've been following, and yeah, I'm really happy. Really happy we got to do this. So yeah. Yeah, me too, bud. Um. So the new album is out. How can the uh, is it available? Like, are you guys make a vinyl and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I've I've got it like here. Yeah, I've got the vinyl right here. Check it out. It looks cool. Um, so people like can people wit in the U.S. and stuff get it, or they gotta uh, like come. To 
Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life. Aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs. Because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff. But chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuperedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a stuperred merch company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah, uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now. Right now, if you go on there and you, at checkout you use the code Prison, you can get 15% off. All of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Stupidredmerch.com Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah, well that's because... You know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know, you can um, get on the internet and you can go check out the website yeahmansguitars.com and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And it's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. They, they, all they need to do is really... Um search kids insane who's the enemy on google and they'll find the link of of the sale of uh the label that's selling it and other than that you can always just like you know search it and listen to it on spotify or youtube and yeah if you want to support the band there's a way to do it so we we would we would love that <laughs> i would love it too and i would definitely yep. listen to the hell out of it but i like 
you know, records a lot. I think it's like a cool thing when, you know, like the the, the streaming services are great and all that because you can get whatever you want whenever you want it. But there's something about having the like the package of like a, a special like thing. Even if I listen to it on like a computer more often than I do the record, I feel like it's still nice to have the record and to be like, you know, I fucking yeah. I bought the thing. I'm a nerd uh, with records. I collect records for for a while now, and um, I think it's it's something um, it's something of like the punk rock world. Records never went away, right? It's it's been around since oh. the like yeah since the '70s till today, and you know uh, the last years, music store record stores like actually record stores they don't sell cds anymore even here in tel aviv they have vinyl so you know when people yeah yeah sorry no no please continue (laughs) yeah i I was going to say when like people that are are not from the punk scene when you just like say yeah we have a record out and they're like what what do you mean like a real record like is that something that's still going on and Mm. like yeah what do you mean and for for me, it's pretty normal because I've been collecting records. But you 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 see that a lot more and yeah. more in the free media too. So so yeah, streaming service is cool. But Spotify, uh, yeah, you can't like really get as a band, as an independent band, you always need a, a middleman in order to put music on Spotify. So yeah. from that aspect, that aspect kind of sucks. But um, you know. It is what it is. It's like a standard today, Spotify and Apple Music. If you don't have your music there, a lot of people are like, ooh, where's the music? I want to hear it on Spotify. I want the quality. So buy, buy a turntable and get the record. That's right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bandcamp is real cool for, like, independent bands, but not everybody knows about it as much as, you know, Spotify and Apple. Um, I will say, too, as far as uh, that whole... Uh, conversation about putting out records in the punk scene i remember i don't remember i think it was our second album was coming out or something and uh this metal dude uh that i know uh you know back in the states he asked me so when's the cd release party (laughs) like well i mean yeah we got cds too but you know whatever you want cds (laughs) nuts no we we don't have uh, we don't have CDs like we didn't release this on CD and I as the oh. years gone by I see less bands do that. Yeah, you know? I think that's good. Like uh, you know, we we'll probably still do. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we don't have a plan to release anything anytime soon. But because uh, we just did. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, that's a good th- thing to think about. Like maybe it doesn't come out on CD. Because why? Yeah, we have like the last album cluster, we had it on CD and we still have copies. And as the years go by, I see less and less CDs on on merch stands. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's becoming a niche thing. Like there's people that are like nerds of CDs and they collect CDs, you know, And, and I have a good friend that collects music and he's like, yeah, I don't care about the format. As long as it's a CD record, I don't care. It's music. I want to support the band. So I guess there's a few um, attitudes you can go towards that. But yeah, I don't know. I never, 
you know, I grew up listening to CDs in the 90s when I was a kid, and that's that was the cool thing, but yeah. I can't stand it anymore, to be honest. Um, I never felt yeah. like it was a very good uh, way to listen to music, because, like, I mean, it, it was what you had for, like, the digital age or whatever you want to call it. Like, that's yeah. what they kind of decided on or landed on or whatever. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember, like, at, at some point, I found a computer and it was like, oh, yeah, you can put like music on a computer. And I'm like, well, why don't they just do that? Why do I have to have all these fucking CDs that get scratched up all the time and fucking yeah. like flying all over your car and you're trying to like change it out while you're driving away from the cops? And you're like, Jesus Christ, do I got to do like so many things at the same time? And it's like, why don't they just put it all on a hard drive? And it's basically like that's what we got now, except the hard, hard yeah. drive is the sky. Not even that. There's oh. like a hard drive somewhere that is broadcasting yeah. to us music or something. But yeah, man, like I remember uh, like listening to music on the street or in the car on a, on a disc man, if you remember those. And the, oh, the, yeah. you used to skip and skip and skip. And if you hit a bumper or, you know, there's suddenly a break in the song. So, yeah, yeah. thank God we, we don't have that anymore. Yeah, it's funny, like, yeah, it's like CDs were the, that kind of like, I don't know, they were still trying to figure out how the digital age was going to work. <laughs> and they're like, well, it looks kind of like a record, and we know how those work, but it's digital. So uh, here we go. And then it was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't know. How yeah, long did think- it take? 20 years? And they were like, no, 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 no. Let's, uh, let's just do it this way. It's way we're better. We're going back. Final, escape it, get, quit the whole the, the whole mission. We're going back. Yeah, I think NoFX uh, coined the, uh, the term of, of that record coaster. That was like the end of CDs. That was like, okay, this is this is over. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah, I think that's yeah. yeah I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit more about uh, the uh, the scene there. You say people are pretty angry around there, or they, or they're short-tempered. Does that have anything oh, yeah. to do with uh, just like the the uh, social situations there or whatnot? Because I think you know, like coming from America, I mean, fucking shit's crazy in America right now, and it probably has been for a long time. But like, yeah, uh, yeah, is that yeah. something? Uh-huh. That's I don't know if you know the history, but shit's been crazy here since day one. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's, yeah, there's less wars than there was uh, in the past, but I can't say uh, socially it's getting any better or, or the racism is getting any better. It's only getting worse. And um, if it's towards um, Palestinians or towards anyone that isn't, uh, Jewish or Israeli in, in, in the eyes of, of another person, there's really, there's really, um, I would say it's a problematic situation to say the least. And the tension is, is felt when you even, I used to work at a, at a convenience store and you can start talking like small talk to a person. And if you give him a political, um, view that is not in his uh, eyes or not in his uh, he, he doesn't agree on that that's it you're a traitor you you're not part of this country or 
you know, it's very like black and white, I would say. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of, you know, the mentality in Israel is, is like post-traumatic. If it's people that um, got to Israel after the Holocaust or people that uh, grew up here to like through the years and experience a lot of, uh, I would say, wars, um, if it's yeah. with all the countries around, there's like a very post-traumatic um, feeling to this country. And, and that's how I see it. Like people are short-tempered. People are like paranoid. People are very, very overprotective. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And if you're a punk and if uh, you... And being a punk, I guess, in the whole world or being part of the punk rock scene in the whole world is weird. It's a weird thing. It's not... You don't get into this music or get into uh, these ideas because you want to fit in with society. Obviously, you do it for the opposite reason. And um, in Israel, when you do the opposite reason or you give any criticism towards uh, the government or the army or um, society in general, people look at you weird and people call you a traitor. And I can say the punk scene is yeah, a lot of a lot of people in the punk scene, um, they don't really want to fit in, and a lot of them yeah. don't really want to go do the army service where you have to do it. And yeah, people look at it in a weird eye. So there's a lot of tension going here, a lot of tension, and not only in the punk scene, just, just general general Israel. That's like you want to live in Israel, you're, you're going to be tensed up, you're going to be stressed. Um, if it's politically or, or society or just like day-to-day, day-to-day um, uh, living, you know. But we're all used to it and, and we, we want to, like, people in Israel want to live. They want to have fun. They want to have a life like anyone oh, else it, in the world. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously, like you said, anybody else in the world wants to do the same. And uh, mm-hmm. it's really interesting to, you know, talk to, talk to you and, uh, you know, a few other people I know from that area that about how things are because you know not everybody knows about it. it lots, lots of people are wrapped up in, like I said, Americans are wrapped up in American shit and they don't necessarily think about what else is going on. But uh, yeah, I think that's true. You know, everybody wants to uh, have fun and uh, not worry about fucking. Uh, you know, being called a traitor or whatever, just because you're like questioning authority or whatnot, which I think it, that that's kind of to me like a, a main part of like the punk rock thing is like, yeah, yeah, you, maybe you want don't want to like be part of the regular society because you felt like you never were in the first place and you just want to do what's natural. And that's like maybe question, you know, things a little bit. And then some people don't like that. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I have to say, like Israelis, the Israel mentality, they criticize everyone, and there's like a sort of rudeness to the the Israeli culture, like as it is, without to do with punk. So that, so you know, that makes me think. Well, you know, everyone is so mad here, and everyone is like criticizing each other. Punk rock is perfect for this place. Why aren't there more kids coming to punk rock shows? But um, yeah, but but I think once like the 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 hot spot, I would say, if that you don't want to talk about is 
giving criticism towards the army or the government or the actions uh, that the government um, helps do uh, for citizens in Israel or, or not, or I would say type B or type C citizens that aren't Jewish or Israeli. So it's like, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's weird. And, and yeah, we try in Kids Insane to talk about these issues because, you know, I write about, I write the songs and I write about what I experience. And part of it is this tension and part of it is living in Israel and feeling, feeling not part of this place in, in a way, you know, because maybe I didn't go to the military or, or I don't believe in this or that, but I'm still, I still live here. I'm still a person, you know, I, I, yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, uh, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess you, you say you've been like a punk rock for like 20 years now. That's kind of like how long you've been in the scene. Was that right? Mm -hmm. yep, yep. So, I mean, that's, that's a while. Um, and I, I feel like, I don't know. It's 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 weird that you got that going on, and more people aren't latching onto it. But maybe that's just the kind of the hold that I don't know what to call it. Mainstream society, whatever, has on the the, the minds of the people there. Um, whereas, like, yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, you know, punk rock kind of blew up in the states because so many people. Well, for one thing, it kind of moved to a mainstream. Uh, situation like in the 90s with fucking you know Green Bay and like all these bands blowing up so it became more accessible but it also kind of opened up you know I feel like people met in the middle like punk rock became more mainstream and other people were like oh yeah I'm kind of pissed off all the time and I kind of feel like figuring out why <laughs> so this kind of yeah. music kind of helps me focus on that and uh you know, like, I feel like that's what punk rock is in a lot of ways. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a bummer that not <laughs> not as many people are doing it there because, you know, it's all about like, really, it's all about just wanting your your the place that you're in to be better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But not not everyone agrees with the way that you think uh, it should go, yeah. I guess. Um but, um, yeah, I have to say, as a kid growing up and, like, discovering bands like Useless Idea and going to see them as a kid um, was, like, I live in the Middle East, and there's a band, a punk rock band, that is touring USA and Europe. That, you know, as a kid, that blew my mind. That was, like, that gave me hope to, to, to see over Israel, to see something, um, I would say like there's hope overseas and I can do that then um yeah that that really opened my eyes and it brought me to here to to talk to you right now so that's yeah. I'm very grateful for that I'm grateful for the for the uh chance to do that yeah well I'm grateful to have you yes and, man, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh so um I got to ask you to, the, 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 the theme of the show, and I usually try to tell people about this ahead of time. I don't know if Melanie mentioned it, but uh, crime stories. Do you got any? Um, do you want an uh, allegedly intruding story? No, I'll tell, I'll tell a crime story. Um, <laughs> well, I allegedly 
once when I was like, uh, I don't know, 18, allegedly, I had a piece of hash in my sock, allegedly. <laughs> and I was walking home at like 3 a.m. for my buddy and uh, and I just I was walking on the street and just uh, turned right into uh, into my house. And right when I turned right, I saw a car coming up um, on like a, a Devon Street, kind of mm. like. And suddenly I was like, OK, this is a police. What, what, the, what the hell is going on? And they, uh, you know, routine check, they stopped me, they asked me, they, they told me, give me your ID and empty your pockets. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, this is where I live. This is my house. What do you want from me? I'm just coming back from my buddy. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck, I have a piece of hash in my sock, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. And, uh, and they started touching me and I was like, hey, don't touch me. Don't, you're not allowed to touch me. And, and right when I said that, Two seconds after I'm like handcuffed on, on the sidewalk, being beat up with a walkie-talkie on my back. And it's going to sound crazy, but while they were beating me up on my back with a walkie-talkie, I, I like put my hands in, in like uh, behind my back and I pushed the piece of what I had in my sock into my uh, shoe. So, so it would be, um, so I would step on it actually. Yeah. So then they brought another cop car and they were like, I was like, what do you want from me? They searched me and they let me go. And yeah, I, I went up to my, uh, it was back, it was my parents' home back there. And I just, yeah, smoked some hash, but that's my crime story. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, you got beat up by the cops. That's, yeah. Uh... Yeah. It's, it's, it happened to me a few other times at like punk shows, but that was, yeah, that's the first crime story I can think of. I'll, I'll save the other ones for the next podcast. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We'll love to have you back. Um, well, shit, man, that's crazy. Like uh, that that sort of thing is happening. Um, like, yeah, you, why know, do you think they stopped you? Because they thought you were like some punk kid, or like they maybe suspected you had hash or something. It's or they just they just jumped me because they wanted to see what a teenager is walking in the middle of the street at 3 a.m. Or, really? or they might have knew exactly what I'm doing there. So yeah. I don't know till today. But um, but yeah. you got away with it. And that's the important <laughs> thing. I mean, Sorry. sort of. You, you didn't necessarily get away with it because you kind of, you know, had to take some abuse. But uh you still got the hash, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess and they didn't take me to jail. They didn't find it. They didn't do anything. And yeah. yeah, today in Israel, like smoking weed and stuff is is very close to being legal. So you know, yeah, it's close to being legal. I, I wouldn't say legal, but I think in a year or two it'll be unavoidable. Oh. Like like in America, you know, yes. Israel. It, yeah, sorry. No, yeah, I'm. I'm just agreeing with you. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. I think people yeah, yeah. lighten up, lighten the fuck up on that shit. You know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be when you come to Tel Aviv. We'll be allegedly intruding homes and smoking people's weeds. That sounds good Hope to me. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kari, it's been a pleasure. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to bring up, uh, but other than like, if you want to throw out your socials, like where people can get you and uh, get the record and all that stuff. 
Yeah, just search Kids Insane, Who's the Enemy. It's six minutes, six songs. Um, yeah, just search it and listen to it. And if you want to support the band, order the record. And like I said before, we got a split coming out with Not On Tour in about a month or two. So watch out for that. And thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure, really. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Here. Yeah, it was a pleasure for me, too. And I uh, hope we can uh, play together sometime, you know, once the uh, whole pandemic and all that shit's over with and people could tour again sure shows are being booked here in tel aviv for march so yeah let's see all right sounds great and that's it for the intruder green podcast you can hit me up on uh well you know you can hit me up on the social medias just hit me up at intrudergreen.com you can find everything there uh, the Intruder Green call-in line is plus 1-608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of this podcast. Uh, produced, the Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Rayma, catering Matthew Hendershot, light and sweet lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Type Bros. Viva Las Vegas!